0: All right, welcome back to the show, guys. Thanks for listening and for watching. Hey, we didn't know the clap. Oh, you're yeah, right. Got to clap. Hold on. Thanks. Yeah. Then, without that, it that would've been fucking impossible to sing the fucking- uh, Hey, I'm just trying to make our lives a bit easier. A little bit easier. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Talking Spice. Thank you. Hey, boys, do you guys know the concept of Ikigai? Ichiban? Yes. Ichiban. <laughs> Ikigai. Ikigai. Yeah. I know what you're thinking, sounds like an anime character, Yeah, it's it not. Is. Okay, what is it? Have you guys, do you guys know it? Do you guys familiar? Yeah, A little bit, a little yeah. but explain to the people that might not know it. Um, So Ikigai is an uh, ancient Japanese philosophy of just understanding one's life's purpose. So that's what we're going to talk about today, Ooh. and we're not going to focus too much on specifically Ikigai, but I think it's a really great way to have the conversation of Having a life's purpose and a reason for being and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, iki Guy is just a really simple way to anchor the conversation into a way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's we'll talk about it today. So, okay. what do you guys know about Iggy
1: It's okay. trying to figure out the common the things that you want and trying to combine them in a way that you can make it into reality. Okay. Okay. I think.
0: Okay. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? Because that sounds interesting. But I- so, for
1: example, um, if one of the things that makes me happy is f- cooking mm-hmm. and I need money to survive, I can work as a chef, and that already like puts me in the direction for that
0: good so that's the key word the direction so it's uh yeah. it's to kind of help make a path
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: to me um I think I'm starting to uh Figure out your life's purpose, right, or your reason for being, yeah. right—the reason you get up every morning and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's um <clears throat> it's broken down in a couple of a couple of quadrants, right? So you have um, what was it again? Yeah, uh, the oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, what do you love to do? Then you have I, I don't know the order, but you had what you love to do. What you need to survive. So um, if you can get paid for what you love to do, or if what you can what you can get paid for. And then um,
0: what you're good at and what the world needs. Yeah, exactly. What you're good yeah. at what the world needs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. interesting enough, um, that diagram, that Venn diagram, mm-hmm. what most people know. Mm-hmm. So again, as four intersecting circles, it's um, what you love, what the world needs, what you can get paid for. And I think the forefront was what you're good at. I, mean, yeah, yeah. I have it here. No, it is, it is, it is. And yeah. then Chris can see it too. So most people know this diagram. Can you see it? No, you can't see it. So especially if you're listening to the podcast. Ah, don't be lazy. Look it up. Yeah, so this Ikigai. is a, spoiler alert, this is actually not Ikigai. <gasps> this is what a bunch Nani? of Exactly. Are you saying they all? Are you saying it's <laughs> fake news? No. It's actually the Western interpretation and mm, it's, it's, that, it's yeah. been merged with another concept it's like the, the the purpose diagram. So a lot of people, when they look up Ikigai, you look up YouTube videos and you look at articles, this is what people are talking about. This is actually yeah. not Ikigai. Which is, not, which is nothing wrong with it. We're still going to be using both. Yeah. Um, but this is just... The westernized version. The westernized it. interpretation of the same concept. And they just happen to use the word Ikigai because, you know, it catches headlines and it's interesting. Mm. So to start with this one, what the misinterpretation of it is or the western version of it is is again it's a combination of what you love what you're good at what you can be paid for and what the world needs yeah so like the what you, you can be paid for should be like a dead giveaway that is not an ancient Japanese philosophy right? yeah, yeah ancient, yeah, 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 ancient yeah. Japanese philosophers were like oh no what, yeah, f- about? Out? what you can be paid for samurai like like uh, exactly samurai. like around all the deep philosophical emotions they're concerned about what they can get paid for yeah, so yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that yeah. should have been a dead giveaway right true yeah. So, um, what ikigai actually means is um, life's purpose. So there's different interpretations of it. It could be what you mentioned, with the reason for getting up in the day, your reason yeah. for being. But ikigai is just a word. It's it's not a key philosophy with a set formula or set rules. It's just a word mm-hmm. people use to give direction or anchor um, a feeling or an emotion in their lives. Yeah. So everyone's ikigai can be different. Mm-hmm. So it. Yeah, ikigai doesn't have to be the intersection of any four random quadrants or any, any principles. Mm-hmm. Um, ik, um, people can have multiple ikigai as well. Yeah. And people can also go so far as to argue that ikigai isn't something that you achieve, it's something that you live, or something that you are. Mm-hmm. So that goes, lifestyle. Yeah, so that could go really deep. And you can go, I think, it's one of those onion situations where you can just keep peeling back the layers until you find out that yeah. uh, what it actually means. But those are two different types of, so that's the actual ikigai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way the Japanese um, psychology or philosophy approaches it is just your reason for being, your life's purpose. Yeah. Uh, ikigai and gai are two separate words, and this just means like your life and the worth or value of your life. Only thing I couldn't figure out is that when they say worth or value of your life, is it for yourself or is it for those around you? So I think that's a little bit like debatable. hmm um, but that's the actual Ikigai. And then you have this really handy and convenient tool, this diagram. That's yeah. actually a merger of two things. It's two different diagrams have been put together to come up with this. Yeah. And where Ikigai is written in the intersection of the Venn diagram, that's actually where purpose was written first. And then people found Ikigai, like, oh, let's just swap Switch it out. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah. again, I don't think ancient, ancient Japanese philosophers were all like, hmm. How many uh, coins can I get for this bucket of fish? So yeah. I don't think it's a problem. But still, nonetheless, a really convenient and easy tool and a great way to think about purpose in a sense of more a career. Mm-hmm. Because we can imagine that ancient Japanese philosophers were not that, all too concerned with career, more with sense of self and purpose in life. Yeah. And this is just taking the key lessons out of that and maybe f- using it to either find your career or your dream job since it has that element of what you can be paid for. Yeah. So it's still a great diagram nonetheless. Mm-hmm. So I want to I talk about this diagram, the the not Ikigai version of it. The ikigai, yeah. if you will. Yeah, the, the fakie guy, The fakie guy. There you go. Um, before we go into the specific sections of, of the diagram itself, life's purpose, is that something you guys like have spent a lot of time thinking about or is this something you actively work on? Is it something in your life that you can actually grasp, uh, grasp onto and work on?
2: um i think not i don't think it's something you can like so of course to uh, but, but for
0: you i mean like for you specifically
2: uh yeah i try to yeah i try to think about it but not too much because i think um that's i think that's that's all that's the life's journey you know i think that you find that out i think towards the end of your life you find that out okay. me personally i think you just go through life you try different things you see what works what doesn't okay i like this i don't like this okay this helps me this helps them and then as you go, you figure out, I think towards the end, you figure out, oh, okay, I was meant to do this. Or this is my, or maybe my whole life was an experiment. Maybe I wasn't really meant for anything. Maybe it's just the whole life is just trying to figure out what I like and what I like to do. So that's how I look at it. It's so I kind of think about it, but not really not really in, in that sense. And, and and what's my purpose on life? What's my being? What's my reason for being here or something like that? I think it's just, I see that as my life. I try to do what I like, I try to do, I try to help other people a bit, and I just try to figure out what's good, what fits, and what doesn't fit, and then I just roll with the punches. All right. Yeah. So
0: you you can also argue that some people don't have a purpose in life because, uh, as you said, like if, if you get me, me, get to your deathbed, you're like, hmm, I wasn't really meant for one specific thing, or
2: I, yeah, I guess so. I, yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it might be like a depressing way to look at things <laughs> a little bit, but, sad. I, I, because I feel like. When you put that on someone, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. Like, oh shit, I gotta go figure out what my purpose is for life. Like, what am I meant to do here? If, uh, to me, if you see, like, okay, I'm just, I'm just living my life. I'm like, oh, I have one life. I live it. I try to do what I like. I try to spend time with the people that uh, that that they enjoy and they enjoy me i just try li- to live my best life, as they say nowadays, you know? Yeah. So I think that's how I see it. I don't think you have a... Maybe you do, maybe you don't, but I don't feel like you need to find that specific reason for, okay, I'm put on this earth for this specific reason. So-
1: yeah, because uh, for me, it's not necessarily not having a purpose. It's not necessarily looking for a purpose. I don't think people, every single person in the world needs a purpose. Because you, yeah. you find people that are like, that are driven and wanna. yeah, this is my purpose. My purpose is to, I don't know, Um, create the newest vaccine or whatever and that's their purpose where other people they're just enjoying being and they're happy there they aren't causing anyone any issue and whatnot so they're not necessarily looking for a purpose they they're just just being is their purpose
2: yeah, i think as long as you don't hurt anyone you're just a productive
0: member of society anyway uh, that's interestingly enough one of the many like pitfalls of people who are working on their purpose or on their ikigai is but you guys talking about that that inherent pressure that comes from having to define yeah. um a specific thing that you're meant for or the one thing you're gonna be I don't know known for or mm-hmm. and that's actually one of the misconceptions about ikigai and mm-hmm. of purpose that you have to be able to label it. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to say outright this is what it is, because purpose and ikigai can also just be a feeling. It could be a sense, it could be um more often than not, it's something that can be put into words. Mm-hmm. And the second trap is also that it's something that you have to achieve. It's something that, like, as if there's a finish line. There's, yeah. there's a mark that you get, and at some point, you're on the top of the mountain, and then you're done. Yeah. And that's where this modern diagram version of Ikigai gets it wrong, or according to people who actually study Ikigai, yeah, is, I mean, um, Japan has the second highest expect, uh, life expectancy rate in the world. Um on Okinawa, people there get like to hundred years old easy and they're yeah. still they're working in their gardens and cycling and everything. So um the first being what you know what the first one is? No, no okay. I think the first <laughs> okay. I think should the should first it, one should is should Google it a little bit longer. What? I think um
1: the first one is in Italy where they got people like old as hell. Maybe I have no yeah. clue. Mm-hmm. Okay. But
0: um these rich in life, Japanese people. Didn't call them old? Rich in life? <laughs> um, smart, smart, smart. Um BC. They attribute a lot of their longevity and happiness to Ikigai mm-hmm. because um they seem to understand that it's not something you achieve and then you're done. It's something that's experienced throughout your whole life. Yeah. It's that's why like Japanese people don't really retire. They mm-hmm. just go as long as possible as for as long as their health will allow. Yeah. And so, uh, thinking that ikigai or purpose in life is something that you have to achieve, like oh, I'll work and I'll do this and I'll study and then I'll then I achieve my purpose. Well, what if what if you achieve that at fifty? What, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? You know. in. So, like I think the correct interpretation of purpose ikigai is, um, what is the value of your life throughout your whole life? So what you just described also that still sounds to me like ikigai. It could, like it could it possibly it, yeah. It, it doesn't sound as easy saying, oh, my purpose in life is to teach. So yeah. I'm going to be a teacher and I have a guy. So that, yeah. that seems like a, like a cop-out. It's like It it can't be that easy, you know? Life's, life should be a little bit more complex than that. Yeah. But what you say, it's about just living your life and um, trying out different things mm-hmm. and living your best life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, to me, that sounds like experiencing life with as little unnecessary friction as possible. Yeah. And that sounds to me like purpose. That sounds like the value you can bring like into your own life. So mm-hmm. like it's there's still something there. You know, it might be a few more layers to peel back. Mm-hmm. But you might be thinking more in the direction of purpose and gigai than you think. You know? Well, yeah, possibly. Yeah. I guess p- if you don't have to put a label on it per se, then maybe yeah. Yeah. Not a label in specific, it's not something that you have to achieve. It's not like Once you get 100 points, that's when you're at Ikigai, you know? So it's more of a sense of being. It's a state of self Mm -hmm. more than anything else. Um, But I definitely agree with you guys that it's not necessarily something that has to be a pressure bestowed upon you. Like, oh, we have to go figure Ikigai. Because, again, in the real Japanese philosophy, you can have multiple Ikigai. You can have... Like, you can have one for work, one for family, one for love. So, it's Oh,
2: okay. So it's not a one, one, exactly. one fits all kind and, of thing. And that's
0: why this diagram gets it wrong a lot oh, of times. And that's okay. why it should be technically seen as a tool yeah. to figure out your dream job mm-hmm. or your perfect work-life balance, mm-hmm. but not so much, like, for your life's purpose, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Because let's dive into the diagram. Yeah. So as we said, there are four quadrants. Yeah, And the first one is what you love. Next to that, you have what you're good at. So, when you have something that you love and that you're good at, you're talking about your passion.
2: Oh, I'll tell you, you're a sociopath because you go counterclockwise. You're definitely a sociopath. Definitely a sociopath, always.
0: <laughs> if you look at what you're good at, then next week you have what you can be paid for. Yeah. So, if you're good at something, you're paid for it, that's your profession. Mm-hmm. When you have what you can be paid for and what the world needs, you have your vocation. Yeah. Right? Because, like, I read a bit on it and it says, when it comes to what the world needs,
2: is it um, is is it specifically the world itself, or can the the world also be like? You two guys. So, so, so a, yeah. a few people around you. Yeah, yeah. I, Scale I, is I, not important.
1: I, yeah, I think with world, they also they don't mean the global world. They mean like your world,
2: as in you, the people you interact with. Mm. Imagine so the, the pressure
0: you if your purpose had to affect the whole fucking world.
2: Yeah, because I'm thinking, then you gotta do like what, be a marine biologist or, or some
0: shit. Like that. <laughs> <What? don't know. laughs> why marine? What, what, why is the first thing you think of marine biologist? I don't know because
2: you know you need to study that shit. The you know oceans are being fucked up and stuff. You know. You know.
0: That's what the world needs, no? So I, I don't think, know. I think we we semi uncovered some of Graham's like deep seated like concerns in life. <laughs> like Graham, <laughs> might, Graham might be like a laid back dude, but he he's so worried about the fishes. Exactly. Like, Come on, man. They're cr- just trying to swim. He cries when he watches Fire <laughs> Nemo and shit. Yeah, I feel you. Dory, no. No, but I think I don't think scale is supposed to be important because, like, yeah. Like kind of what you said. I don't think not everyone is meant to have like a great, yeah, like purpose in life. But definitely not everyone's meant to save the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. Uh, so when you have also then what the world needs and what you love, mm-hmm. then it's more a sense of a mission, something that like a yeah a higher calling, something you think that you're has a sense of duty to it. Mm-hmm. That's your mission. Yeah. So when with what you love, what you're good at, what you can be paid for, and what the world needs. You have your passion, your mission, your profession, your vocation, and the idea is that when you can find one thing that touches all of all them. those things, yeah, that's when you have your purpose. Mm-hmm. Because again, not ikigai, like diagram say, it's just your purpose. Yeah, it's what you can do of extreme value for yourself and for others. Yeah, because if you're looking for what you can do for extreme value for yourself, then you're most likely talking about just your passion and your profession. Yeah, yeah, right and if you're the world's most selfless person then you're probably talking about just your mission and your vocation. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you can be paid for something that you dislike and the world might need it but you're not going to be happy about it. So it's not yeah. going to really be your Yeah. it's not going to have anything to do with your passion yeah, yeah. for yourself. Or you might never even be good at it. And what is interesting about when you're reading into ikigai and you I mean, there's a lot of really great books written about it and people who give courses about it and everything, mm-hmm. especially people who don't stem everything off of this diagram, mm-hmm. is the wide variety of ikigai that there can be. Yeah, Because, again, it's easy to think, that, oh, it has to be labeled, oh, it has to be this type of career yeah. or um, this type of profession or this specific act. Yeah, But it can be a lot of different things. Um, so to not get too hung up on this diagram and more go back to the actual... Mm-hmm. Like Japanese philosophy. For you guys, Ikigai in the s- simplest sense could be what gets you excited in the day, what makes you happy when you wake up? What's what's worth living for? Yeah. Have you guys ever thought about that? Is that is is that kind of thinking at all something you guys are busy with? Do you guys like have a place for that in your in your day to day or week to week?
1: Not really, not for me.
0: Okay.
2: I don't know. Um, For me, a little
0: bit, yeah. A little bit. Not to the
2: extreme, but I do sometimes wake up and just wonder, like, do I really want to do this or what am I doing it for? You know, stuff like that. But not, to be honest, I'm more leaning towards Chris as well. I'm not really... I don't really think that deeply about it, you know?
0: Yeah. I think you guys are in the majority. I think most people don't wake up and, like, have it as a a, habitual thought process. Mm
2: Hmm.
0: you... Absolutely, yeah. yeah? Um, but do you guys maybe see the value in doing it, like understanding, like yeah, definitely. The, uh, yeah, having yeah. it like in your life, yeah, definitely. Because you don't, you don't want to just, um, uh,
2: you don't want to be like, I guess, life to be automated or or whatever. You know, you just want to do the same thing over and over and just be just be not mind numbing. You know, you want to have some some sense of purpose. You want to think, okay, do I really? Because you have one life to live, right? So you want to enjoy. You want to make sure you. You take it, you do you live it to the match you to the fullest, so you do want to I guess think about it in the sense of, do I really want to do this same routine for the rest of my life? do I want to switch it up? Am I truly happy what am I doing now or do, or would I prefer to do this or that? So just to make sure that there's one life you have here that you actually live it to the fullest and actually do what you love. Is that like
0: to to not have regrets at the end? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah,
2: okay. once you're gone, you're once you're gone, you're gone. You know, there's, there's nothing you can. Well, we yeah. don't know what's afterwards, but there's nothing you can do about it. So you might as well try your best to make it a life you enjoy before you perish.
0: Yeah, that's. I think that's in a. I think that's, an, a, mm-hmm. I think that's like the, at at the least, of, like an important way to for everyone to yeah, think about exactly, it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like again, putting a hard label or having it clearly defined. Is, might be a bit, bit of stretch, but at mm-hmm. least knowing yeah. that there's there's something there worth breathing, acting, moving for. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a good start. Yeah.
2: Especially for people like me and like do who don't currently love what they're doing right now, called the job and shit. So it's, it becomes at some point it becomes a routine where you just you keep doing it over and over and over. But then at some point you do also start thinking, like, okay, like do we really want to do this for the rest of my life? Do I want to stay in this routine, do this clock and clock out over and over? You just, I guess you do start little by little, start to think about. Okay, I do want to switch some things up. What? And you, I guess you start without knowing, start looking at these quadrants yeah. Like, yo, what can I do? What do I love? How can I combine this and this and this to yeah, maybe? How, how can I to be paid for it? Exactly. Because yeah, because
0: yeah, money is not everything, but hey,
2: it's a lot. You need you need <laughs> exactly food, roof and clothes. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, but then, gladly, thanks to Kunugu, I am starting to um, look at things differently and move in a different direction. That's good. So, yeah. So. It's. uh, I'm starting to think of it more and more. Let me put it like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not all the way there yet, but I'm do. I am starting to think of it more and more, to just switch things up and just um, have a different approach to things. Sounds like a a
0: healthy step. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Chris. Yeah,
1: I mean, like for me, it's not something that I necessarily constantly think of, but it is something that crosses my mind um, at certain phases. Uh, For example, back when I worked uh, when I was still working in the restaurant industry, um, I think the longest. I worked at one singular restaurant it was like three years, um, and after a while, it's it's, it's like you, it's like you said, it becomes a routine. You mm. you wake up, you go to work, finish work, go home, and then especially because in that industry, I worked five to six days a week, mm. it became very 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 repetitive. So at a certain point, I was like, okay, d- is this really how I want things to go? What what, and if so, what? avenues do I have? Do I eventually want to open up my own place? Do I want to run my own team and, and stuff like that? And with that, I realized that that wasn't necessarily it for me.
0: Because the funny thing with you is that like, if you take a very like shallow understanding of Ikigai, mm-hmm. I think all of us could as the most quickly point to you and say, oh, Chris Ikigai is cooking. Yeah. Like, like yeah. from the get-go, that's what's always been your thing. Yeah. That's from a young age. Yeah. And if you Like If you look at like the quadrants also mm-hmm. like for as far as the restaurant industry hasn't ruined it for you you've always loved cooking yeah, yeah yeah I still do yeah and you're you're fucking good at it you're you're exceptionally good at it thank you and you can definitely be paid for it you've proven that you've been you've worked in the industry for a long time you've been paid for it mm-hmm. yeah and then it's what the world needs the world needs good food yeah people want to eat stuff that they can cook themselves they want to try different cuisines so food is a primary need so it does hit all those quadrants, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. but w- w- with that as well as as we were conversing, I kept like pondering and thinking back to the past and whatnot. If I would if I would have to label my ikigai, I think it would be more um, caring slash service. Because if I look back at like how how my person is the, for the people around me, that's uh, th- that's just how I am. When I'm like, okay, cool. How can I the people around me For example If uh, ba- back When we were in high school Me and my group of friends We would go out To have To go get McDonald's Or whatever And some friends That they Couldn't I'd be like Hey we're all eating together Don't worry I got you So that we can all sit And have a meal together For example Or um, If someone needs Help with their business And I'm able to, If anyone needs help With something And I'm able to do it I'm like okay cool Yeah I'm gonna Come help you out You know To, 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 to help You Take care of and protect. That's, I guess, yep. would be my ikigai for for my thing.
0: Is at the least a good way to think about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with the assumption of because we're talking we, last <clears throat> episode, we talked a lot about happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, if we were to just hypothetically assume that the happiest. And most successful people in the world, like if you put those two things together, they are probably aware of some things that the majority of the people are not. Yeah. So like it has a lot to do with skill and talent, of course, Mm -hmm. Um, but it most likely also has to do with a certain form of mindset. There's a reason why Kobe Bryant, you know, would be in the gym at four o'clock in the morning before anyone else got because he had a certain mindset. Yeah. He he did what he had to do to win Mm -hmm. or to be as good as he is. Yeah. Um, one of my passions is studying, like, successful people and great leaders and, like, CEO- CEOs. Yeah. That's what I like to do. That's just it's interesting to me. What I slowly start to realize is that all those people who are at the you know, top echelon of what they do and people that we look up to, mm-hmm. um, two things. One, everyone kind of puts a border between themselves and them. Like, oh, I'll never be... Bob Iger, I'll never be Kobe Bryant, I'll never be that because mm-hmm. like they have something I don't, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're like the difference is way too huge. And second thing I realized is that all those people have something in common.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Successful people, successful in life, so that means all those people are happy. So I'm not talking about the billionaires who are miserable about to shoot themselves in the head. I'm talking about successful people who got successful doing what they love and that they're happy with it. Yeah. 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 And of course, everyone needs help. I mean, there's someone who loves what he does, but he has bad time management so he doesn't see his kids. Mm -hmm. So I'm not talking about those specific details, I'm talking about you're you're doing something that you're exceptionally good at and that you actually enjoy. Yeah. All those people have something in common. All of them are generally doing something that they enjoy, makes them happy. It just also happens that they're so good at it and then everything else comes into play that they get to be paid a lot of money for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People tie a lot of value with how much money someone earns. Mm -hmm. Um, there's there's a thing called like the new rich Have you guys ever heard about that no Mm -hmm. so the new rich is uh i don't even know the old rich (laughs) right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so the new rich is kind of the idea of it's not about the money Mm -hmm. it's about the it's about the life experience so who's richer the person who has a million dollars sitting in the office 60 hours a week driving a lambo like from office to home and did yeah or the person who gets to go climb every mountain in the world without a care in the world yeah, and yeah, gets yeah. to meet all these people. So, like, who's the richer person, right? Mm-hmm. Bob Marley has a really famous quote also to ask him, are you a rich man? Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. asks, when you say rich, what do you mean? It's like, you have a lot of money in possessions, he asks. Does yeah, yeah, possessions yeah. make you rich? Mm-hmm. He's not that kind of rich. It's, it's, if you've ever seen that, that video, watch the video, it's fucking awesome. That's a new kind of rich, right? Mm-hmm. But, again, the old rich people attach, like, a lot of value on how much money you have. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is that what if we hypothetically assume that these people who achieve that level of success and happiness do it because maybe indirectly they have spent their lives always thinking about their ikigai or their purpose? Mm -hmm. Because I'm of the assumption that most of them, if not all, 100% have. Either by happenstance by keep trying things over and over, and then sticking to one core value that they had. Like for me, for example, micro is I can't work for someone. Mm-hmm. I always knew I couldn't. I've tried it; it didn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm someone I need to work for myself. I need to be in control of my own things. Yeah, I'll. I'd rather be less rich, have less money, and work for myself yeah. than work yeah. for someone else and be fucking a millionaire. 100 yeah. easy choice, right? Um, so I ask you guys, for example, if you ever think about your purpose, like often or your ikigai. I think the most people would answer no. Mm -hmm. Most people don't wake up every day and think about it. They don't wake up every day and do the things that successful people already tell us to do. I mean, all the answers for success and happiness are there. Mm -hmm. All these people tell us, like, all the most amazing people in the world, most successful people, they don't hide anything. Like, the secrets are out there, right? Yeah. But it's still things that people don't do. Mm -hmm. People don't wake up every day and make a list of three things they're grateful for. Mm -hmm. People don't. Like, simplest thing, people don't read books. Everyone says you want to be successful, you want to be great, read books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most accessible thing ever. It's, it's never been so affordable, never mm-hmm. so easy to get. But most people don't read books. Yep. Yeah. Most people don't um, do charity work. Most people don't work on their health and their fitness. Most people don't sacrifice clubs and partying over good sleep. Mm-hmm. These are all the things that all these amazing successful people are telling us to do. hmm and so, oh, you want to be like me, you want to be rich and successful, happy, do these things. We're like, nah, you're but you're Kobe. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so there's this weird, inherent, like naive border that we put between us and them.
2: I guess so, yeah.
0: And I think a really easy way for people to start to start changing that is to have more conversations about purpose and ikigai, because it's not it's not rocket science, it's not something <laughs> difficult to do. And I think it could be really valuable for a lot of people to start getting out of their acceptance of mundane. Like, oh, I'm just a guy. Or I can't achieve that. Well, yeah, well this this dude did it because of this, this, and this. So a lot of, a lot of making excuses for reasons mm-hmm. why you can't and they can. Mm-hmm. When everyone starts the same way. We all know, for example, how Oprah came up. Mm-hmm. Like sexually abused when she was at a young age went through hell and high water and became super successful later on in life Yeah, people hear that and think oh no but that's Oprah mm-hmm. but she started off uh, worse than most people do yeah, yeah, yeah. and she still made it yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah true I don't, maybe it's just a dreamer in me but I always like it when I can find tools or methods or funnels of thought to just help people maybe like break out of that mundane and that, yeah. that average because a lot of people just assume that they're average Yeah, yeah, and I always assumed that I'm not average, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I've always tried to do things to, like at at the least, like try to convince myself that I'm right. You know, yeah, Yeah, like if at the end of yeah, exactly. If at the end of the road I'm on my deathbed, I'm like shit. I I guess I was average. Yeah, that'll be fine with it. But I know I've tried (laughs) to like to to not let that that be the case. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try your best. If you could, guys, guys would like try to think about. Like your actual like ikigai or like your life's purpose, um, what's like the first thing that kind of comes into your into your head?
1: Like like I said, for me, it's taking care of the people around me. That 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 for me is my first thing. Um, I mean, you, you're pretty self sustained, so good. yeah, you're good. But like um, my mom, just make sure that she's all right. Um, friends around me, make th- make sure they're all right and stuff like that. I think that that for me would be my main one.
0: And work towards that. So, would you call that your your ikigai or your purpose, or more the value of your life? Because I think they're all different things, and I think, like we said before, if we have to label ikigai one specific thing, it might be too pigeon pigeonholing it. You know, that yeah. sounds to me like maybe more. That's a value you bring with your existence.
1: I guess for me, it's it's a self given purpose, maybe.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's good.
1: Yeah, it's 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 always a feeling that I've always had since since I was young, like some stupid shit back when I was really young. I was like, yeah, you have to care my people, and you know, I'm gonna put like a shield on my arm as a tattoo because you know, gotta protect people. That's how much I can. I'm like, damn, this shit went deep. Yeah, it went real deep. Yeah, under yeah. the skin deep. <laughs> hey, damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but that that, that was always something. Um, I have always had that feeling of protector, taking care of. That's also why I love the the, the service industry. Whenever we're having a get together or whatnot. I would rather be the one cooking, making drinks, and whatnot making sure people are happy than being a person that's sitting and enjoying. Because I, I get more um, value in making people happy than being made happy, if that makes sense. I get what you mean. Yeah.
0: Okay. But I think it's also a little bit cultural for for you and for us as well. I think people from... It sounds like a fucking blanket statement, but I think people from the islands are more... Like, we're more family-oriented. In mm-hmm. that sense, and less individualistic, and that, and that that kind of might come from that as well. I mean, same. I'm pretty sure Dad felt the same way. I'm pretty sure Grandma always felt the same way.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, for 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 us back on the island, it's a, it's a thing. If someone comes to your house, you offer them something to drink, you offer them something to eat, and whatnot. So I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, not everyone is the same because I don't really know if I would get that service from Graham.
2: Definitely but, not. Exactly. Definitely. So, you're not even
1: getting in my house, and you're standing outside. No, but but that, but that's why it, it, it differs from person to person. And like for me, that that's where I get like a lot of joy and energy from taking care of people and serving
0: people. So I think the lesson here is then to hold on to that and see how you can fill in the rest of the mm-hmm. um, quadrants, if you if you will, in order to build up not only a self-given purpose, but then a purpose in life completely. Because if that's what That's what you feel like gives the most value to your life, which you're maybe most passionate about. Then the question is, how can you build on top of that and still find either a vocation or a passion or a mission? Yeah. So you don't have to. I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with just living your life and letting it play out as it might. Yeah. But for everyone who is maybe searching more for a sense of meaning or a purpose or a direction, that's a good way to look about it too. You know, what is important to you, that's what you feel like it is. And then you start filling in the blanks and you go, okay, if this is what it means to me, how can I earn money from it? Or this is important to me, how can I live it every day? Or how can I get good at it? Because yeah. for example, I'm pretty sure, um, let's say you're good at taking care of people, there might be a way to be to become great at taking care of people or be amazing at taking care of people. Mm-hmm. So there's also a gradation in that as well. So mm-hmm. it's just sometimes it's just an anchor point you know okay this is kind of where I want to go towards yeah. let's see how I get there maybe I'll take the, the scenic route maybe I'll take a direct line
2: you ever thought about working like hospice or like, a, like
0: yeah like I, a I, I, I
1: I have uh, back on the island um, my original tra- tra- trajectory was to uh, go into psychology and stuff like that and for that mm-hmm. we had to take uh, internships in different spots and I don't know if you guys know it Monsieur Farid on mm-hmm. Curacao yeah yeah well, we went there on a on a field trip, and like so they show us oh this is how it all works, and um, that's when I found out that I couldn't do that kind of work because um, and I have higher respect for the people that can, because one very important thing for that kind of work is to be able to leave your work at work and not take it yeah, with you. Yeah,
0: People mm-hmm. do that work, man. Pay them extra, dude. Man, I definitely cannot do that shit.
1: From that field trip alone, like a month after, I was still like processing, processing. everything. Yeah, man. I was like, yeah, I can't. I can't do that, man. It's it's yeah. It it takes a lot of emotion.
0: Yeah, because like in our house where we grew up, we're like we're very sensitive to suffering.
2: Mm. So yeah, everyone is, I guess, right? Yeah, but
0: like I think, like me and Chris, like exceptionally so. Like because that kind of shit would all stay with me like for a long time. Yeah, man. I still have like, like not trauma, but I still have moments where I, I think about. Shit I've seen in the past Of like people suffering mm-hmm. Like we gotta like Shake myself out Okay cool Like go play video games Or go watch something yeah. Go watch Friends or something yeah. Like get the shit out of my head Yeah man. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> True true But I guess anyone that Gets in that field Is like that in the beginning Right I'm assuming Everyone When you first get into it It's hard to Keep there It's hard to like You always take it home with you But then I'm assuming As you do it more and more and more It becomes just like a, You train yourself I guess To I fucking hope so that, That's home. That's yeah. some tough yeah.
0: Tough shit to deal with dude. Yeah you're mad I respect people who yeah, do that work, work, we, work with like Disabled people And with kids mm-hmm. And with elderly and shit Like Because if not you go crazy Because if you take that home with you That's That's nah, gonna destroy man. your
2: personal life as well Yeah But, but yeah. That, that,
1: that's the thing And then that kind of industry as well Like I've also uh, Had an internship working at um, A daycare for, for kids And that's also a totally different thing Because Even Like every child has their own personality But with that also comes their own issues Within their houses And stuff like that And yeah it, you talk to them, and they're a lot smarter than people give them credit for. So you find out a lot of things they go through. Yeah. Then after that, they go home. I go home, and I'm like, shit, this kid is having issues at home. He's having issues at school. What can I do to help this kid and whatnot? When what I should be doing is just leave that at work. Because yeah. if I take it home, I'm not going to have peace of mind, and that's how you continually exhaust yeah, yourself.
0: Because you're also no good to your partner and your own kids if yeah, you're constantly in, in thinking your about head it. And, and like exactly suffering the whole time yeah for sure for sure graham yeah. what about you if if you could if you would think about naming your either your ikigai or your purpose or
2: mm, that's a good question no? i've been thinking about what we we're talking but i'm not sure if i have an answer for you mm, my passion or my ikigai because that that that's one thing is like
1: throughout my whole life that i've known you mm-hmm not in necessarily a negative way, but I've never—you never seem like a very passionate person to me. Like, yeah, I or, or, <laughs> or, or, yeah, or, or, or let I, I, me say I, like I was this. trying
0: to not bring that up, but like, put him <laughs> on a spot. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's no, fine, no, okay, but
1: right, again, right. I'm not saying that you're not a passionate person, or uh-huh. uh, I mean it more in the sense uh, that uh,
0: marine biology. Uh, I know, guys,
1: <laughs> save the fishes. I, I, more in the sense that I've never seen a thing or a scenario give you, like, oh shit, I'm really hyped about it's this. Also, let's go. because this
0: motherfucker out of all of us, group of friends, he shares the least. I share the Yeah. This by is far. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Wait, wait what? what does that mean? Yeah. It makes no, no, sense share No, no, no
1: not, not like sharing your ice cream or anything like that. But like sharing, like.
2: Oh, any, like, any, like open any, up and tell people stuff. Yeah,
1: anytime I ask you, hey, Graham, how's
2: it going? It's good. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what you mean. I You're thought I seen, like, like, in the microphone. I share my oh, stuff. Man. Okay. okay no, yeah, no, no, so, yeah, you that's always that's share. That. Yeah, you share your video games and your food. Oh, okay. Because I thought that's emotional sharing out of all
0: of us. You're the most closed off, most quiet, and. I agree with Chris. Like, uh-huh. I, I I could not pin on you uh-huh. what your passion in life How like, how how long have we known each other? Our Too whole long. fucking life. No, like, like like
1: ballpark number of years.
0: Um, I've known Graham at least 20, 22, 23 years. Something okay, like so that. so it
1: would be safe to assume that you and I know each other like eighteen years. Sure. Okay. Nah, I've known him since I've known him. No, but no, like, no, 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 like like that that yeah, we yeah, went yeah, yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In those eighteen years.
0: What the fuck do you love, dude? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay,
1: I know he likes Chino Antiano, yeah. and he likes video games.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, that's other, it than just,
1: that, other than that, does mm-hmm. he like books? I don't know. Can he no. read? Maybe. Can oh, he read? God. Can I read, but not
0: at a high level. I know, I know some words, <laughs> but the thing is, uh-huh. like, because I don't want to like fucking pile on this dude too much. Yeah, it's fine. I but the thing know. is, there are people <laughs> in life who like push back the moment where they. Sit down and think about it, and actually make it a place in their world mm-hmm. as far as they can. You're that kind of person. I'm not saying you did it, but mm-hmm. you're the you're the like textbook kind of person. Be like, oh, mm-hmm. I'll 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 like postpone it as far yeah, as I yeah, can. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it later. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sooner or later, destiny comes knocking, uh-huh. and you and you're gonna have to answer. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And it might be a good idea mm-hmm. to. Give it a more active role in your life mm-hmm. because hey, we ain't getting any younger. Speak for yourself. You are one hundred percent not getting any younger. Hey, not eating veggies is not going to save you that long, bro.
1: Oh shit, bro. Hey. So,
0: like, there are a lot of people who they do that. They it's mm-hmm. there are a few elements also that contribute to it. It's either lack um, lack of self esteem, it's a lot of negative self talk, and it's negative environments. Again, mm-hmm. like let's say if you're in a really toxic household or whatever mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard to like think about what your passion is that's why when someone does do it and they break out we read about it in books because they're they're world renowned right yeah they okay. come from an abusive home and, blah, 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 and then, uh, they yeah. still ended up fucking curing whatever the hell yeah, yeah. You, but there's a way more stories of people who because of their environment or which creates lack of self-esteem which makes them insecure all the things that it's really easy to not want to think about it. it, it it's it's a fear step. Mm-hmm.
1: That, that, that's the thing I think people very uh, have a misconception about as well. People are very influenced by their environment, but people shouldn't think that they're defined by their environment. That's why you have these people that come. That's they, they, the the these these girls in Africa. They made a, a generator that's powered by urine. Damn, yeah, that's uh, exactly if they can fucking do that. Yeah, yeah they're in the shitty inn. Or a less there you go nice <laughs> empi- <laughs> a less, <laughs> <Side step. laughs> a less nice environment, but look at how much they uh, she achieved because yeah. it didn't define them. You, you got these people uh, uh, again, and I think it was Ghana. This this dude he started started studying engineering. It wasn't school there, but he taught himself, and now he's going around building uh, windmills so that people can get like water from the ground.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. again, so those are the the stories we hear about because. Um, they triumph even when the circumstances would have deemed them not to. Yeah. And then we hear the stories. But what irritates me is that for most people, the knee-jerk reaction is to put a border between themselves and what they can do and those people. Oh, they're the exception. Oh, oh, it's because this and this. Like, oh, I couldn't do that. Or that's not what life has in store for me. Mm -hmm. That's like nowadays people's first reaction is to be like, oh, but that's that. Yeah. And like, so to absolve yourself of any responsibility to try at least a little bit harder to achieve the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's like my biggest pet peeve in the world. People underselling themselves or assuming that they have the right to not expect more of themselves. And again, there's people out there who are meant to be whatever the hell and like not have any influence in the environment. Cool. But I think there's a bigger group of people who are meant and destined for not per se the world changing great things, Mm -hmm. but definitely things of value even if it was for your, your immediate world. Yeah, you know? just, yeah. People just, man, either it's a little bit of cowardice, a little bit of insecurity, it's a little bit of having a bad environment. Because, for example, like with you guys, you guys are my closest friends. You guys are as close as friends and brothers could ever get. Mm-hmm. But I, I never push. Mm-hmm. I never try to like, like put my shit onto you guys or tell you you got to live a certain way, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because I don't believe that that's necessary. Mm-hmm. But I do have a lot more faith in you guys than you probably have in yourself, okay. and, and probably. And I've I've lived the life of like doing things that people when people when I told people I'm gonna start my own business, literally every fucking person I rolled, mm-hmm. everyone assumed there was gonna be ah oh, this guy like yeah. I fuck like I had to deal with like even racism with that shit in the beginning, mm-hmm. so. But I've made it. I'm for myself, I definitely consider myself successful, mm-hmm. but I'm not special. I'm not definitely not smarter or more capable than you guys are. I just made different choices, yeah, right. So, I've I've never like forced you guys to like be entrepreneurs or or like live your better life or go to the gym or read books. I've never done any of that shit. Mm-hmm. But I would argue that you guys aren't even like at, at the beginning of how much potential you have to do great shit in the world. Especially if, like for you, since we don't know what your passion is. We don't know <laughs> what you fucking love or what you want to do. So it's like, true, true, true. like you might be fucking amazing at so much shit, but you're, you're, you're a bit of the, the lazy one between in, in the group. Sure, sure. A little sure, bit. Sure sure, like, sure, sure. A little bit. <laughs> and and you, you have your charm. I mean, like, you're, you're, you're a very valuable person to have when you don't want pressure uh-huh. or when you don't want to like, be...
2: It's a relaxed vibe. Exactly. You have
0: like comic relief in yeah. movies. You're like, more the pressure relief okay. in, in our lives. All right. I'll take it. Shit. But that kind of brings me like, around to what I think my actual ikigai is because mm-hmm. I start thinking about it in what's my value in the world. And then like, okay, what would be my purpose? Yeah. I think you have to go through those steps before you can actually feel what your ikigai could be. And I say feel could be because you definitely want to put a a period behind it. You don't want to stop it. It has to be a bit of an open-ended story Mm -hmm. because it should be able to change. I think my ikigai is to excite. To just excite people around me. And that's what I've always done. Um... In okay. my friend group since I was young. You're a hype that, Exactly. That's what I do with my clients. That's what I've done, for example, with Iron House 2. Mm-hmm. I got excited with the prospect of what it could mean for us and do for us. Yeah, I get my team excited to do great work. I get my customers excited for how, what they can get out of it. Yeah, I got you guys excited about Kunuku. Mm-hmm. So I think my ikigai in life is just excite people. Just to like... Sense. It kind of... It, Excite and encourage. I want to put good ideas in people's head and get them hyped about it so they can at least take a positive step forward. Mm-hmm. Whether it whether it comes to ish or not is not the point. I don't think living life for specific deadlines or like set goals is healthy. You should just want to m- keep moving and enjoy the movement and then see where it comes. Kind of like sense. what you were saying in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's my ikigai yeah. to excite people. It might feel differently in a year. It might change completely in 10. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a good direction to go for. I like to excite yeah. people. I like to get people hyped. I like to get them thinking in a constructive, positive mindset. Not naivete, none of that shit at all. But just everyone's so set in their ways and convinced of their, you know, their lack of ability. Yeah, I think my purpose be like, no, nah, man. Technically, like, and the good thing for me is, I can excite people with facts. I don't have to blow sh- smoke up your ass. I can just look at. What the market does, I can look at your true potential. I can yeah. look at examples, and I can easily pull. Well, this person is in the exact same situation, mm-hmm. and they achieved it. So technically, you could too. Yeah. And then I tell, I let people see their their good qualities, mm-hmm. and get people excited, and that gets me excited. So I think everyone excited. I think that's a <laughs> good, that's that's hitting all those those Quads. quadrants for sure. Because I definitely I get paid for it now. Yeah. Mm. I think I one hundred percent believe it's what the world needs. Mm-hmm. It gets me excited. And I think I'm pretty good at it. I've made a career out of it for six years now. Mm-hmm. So I think I can safely say that I'm at least somewhat good at it. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's my Ikigai.
2: When, when did you have this realization? Was it something a long time ago? Was it something a recent?
0: Remember a few weeks ago I told you guys like about how good Iron House was doing? Mm-hmm. I think that. That's the moment when like I took time and uh, I did my... My Soul little, like, little mindset rituals that I do, for example, like making sure I'm, I know what I'm grateful for, thinking in a positive mindset, yeah, um, dealing with issues, talking to you guys about, you know, um, like with the check-ins and everything, mm-hmm. yeah, and that kind of puts it all together. And I kind of realized that.
2: And since that realization, have you done a different outlook on life? Has it changed yeah, anything? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: it it definitely puts a lot of more things in clear perspective. Makes everything a lot, more cl- lot of clarity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it definitely kind of let say it makes life easier okay it does it doesn't remove any of the yeah. challenges that i face but it does um make those challenges less of an issue it yeah. makes you look forward more to the challenges absolutely yeah because you know uh, you guys know me i love challenges i yeah. love any opportunity to fuck up on is a good opportunity mm-hmm. it's a chance so i'm all about that shit <laughs> and then having a clearer sense of my purpose is an easier way to like you know deal with it mm-hmm. you had to be what it is
2: Okay. Okay. So that. I
0: hope I can uh, keep living that, and yeah. hopefully inspire other people to, at the least, at least think about these things, because I think far too many people. Also, I think a reason I think is important, and that we can just end with that is there's a lot of people in the world who don't have the luxury to wake up and think about what they're grateful for or to think about their purpose. Yeah. Um, a lot of people maybe they feel like their lot in life has been decided already. You know, people in less fortunate countries, people in war areas, mm-hmm. um, people
1: in abusive homes,
0: exactly. So, not only do we have all the tools and means to be successful, mm-hmm. and even the poorer people in Western communities have the opportunity. Yeah, it just seems, it just seems very, like, bad in my mouth, like like a bad taste, mm-hmm. to not think about these things. Like it's kind of like how how dare you not at least consider your life's purpose when you have all these things in front of you? It, it seems yeah. like it seems like spoiled or like privileged to like be like oh no because I'm so privileged that even by not thinking about it it comes good. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know yeah. I mean, other people in the world they're fucking dying for a chance like that exactly they're the dying yeah. to be able to wake up and be like hmm what can I do with myself today yeah, yeah. so I don't know maybe that kind of also motivates it and already uh, people like fucking screaming. But it should be an internal thing, like yeah, no. But external motivation is also a really great motivator, and that to me is a really great reason to wake up and be like, ah, I can every day wake up and name ten things I'm grateful for, Mm -hmm. and in the whole week it could be ten different things every day. Okay. Not only because those those are the lessons that were taught by successful people, but just doing that, man, it makes life so much better. It makes life easier. Put things in perspective. Exactly. So why would I not do it? It's like, hey, here's the magic pill to feel better about life and not be, you know, shitty or sour or yeah. have a bad demeanor. And people are like, eh. no, 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 thank you. No. no.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, yeah it's, it's like, I think Chris says, like, um, people are creatures of habits, right? So you're locked into habits, so you're like, that's a change. That breaks you away from the habits, so people don't want to do that. They don't want to pursue that. So, okay. I hope It's some like they're comfortable in their ways, and they're like, and this is what I know, so I'm just going to stick to it. Yep. And that's how you miss out on a lot of shit in life as well.
0: My own. and that's why that's why I'm inspired by the people who inspire me that they just as soon as someone usually they're they're outside of the norm mm-hmm. I'm like there's probably something there I can learn from yeah yeah something yeah. there's a reason for that yeah well thanks for listening guys alright that ended up being a longer conversation than I thought it was yeah and uh it was it was nice to talk about these things. Yeah, uh, don't hurry forget hurry. to like, subscribe, and especially comment. Exactly, comment. What's your Iggy guy? What do you think your purpose is? Yeah, let Shit. me know what's my passion. Yeah. someone let me know. Yeah. So, <laughs> someone, someone, <laughs> <like> let <laughs> Graham <laughs> know <laughs> what his passion someone is. Let, let us know, know what, what your best is. guess
1: is as to his passion.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at Graham and like uh, everything he said so far, like what do you think this guy's meant for? Because <laughs> yeah, we least. don't fucking know. Yeah, I I, I know, have a really good idea, but I'm not gonna put it on you. Oh. I'm maybe sure Because I no. have no idea <laughs> 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 Alright guys
2: Thanks for listening Kunuku Spices Instagram Kunuku Spices Bye uh, bye 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 bye
0: Yeah and uh, We're probably gonna um, Start popping this episode off On our separate Instagram page Also mm. So you can follow us On Kunuku Spices That's the spice stuff That's us hanging out Doing what we do yes, sir. All that foodie goodness Exactly And you have also have Talking Spice That's when we're gonna be Focus more on the podcast And all the conversations we have
2: And let us know What you want us to talk about next So Yeah for sure Whatever you're interested in Hello, hello. É e...